It's time to get your movie recommendations for this weekend. Francesca Rudkins here. Kia ora. Oh, good morning. And I just want to say, don't worry, Jack. I have a funny feeling that happens all the time to oh. the poor airport folk. Uh, I did the Paparo track in November last yeah. year in pouring rain. Yeah. Walk around it in two days. Yeah. A pile of smelly wet clothes. And I went, you know what? I'll deal with that when I get home. <laughs> Put them in a bag. Got back to Auckland. Was mortified when I got home to open my bag to see a little note saying, we had to take your batteries out of your head torch oh. because a stench coming out of that bag was disgusting. <laughs> so I too was mortified. <laughs> it's a rough job, eh? <laughs> when you watch border security. not know how to wash clothes. I know, I know. When I watch Border Security, I always think, um, oh, it seems like kind of a fun job because, you get, you know, especially if you're a bit nosy, and let's be honest, <laughs> all journalists are nosy, you know, you're sort of, you're doing like little drugs busts and things and finding all sorts of interesting things and, oh, for some reason, this person's carrying $20,000 cash and, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, I think that the realities of the job are probably a whole lot less glamorous. I think that's probably safe to Sorry. assume. Yeah. Anyway, you'll be relieved to hear um, that the shoes have been outside ever since. It's going to take a fair bit of airing, though. So, um, yeah, I might have to make sure they don't get soaked in the cyclone. Um, a lot of hearts are a flutter with the uh, third and the Magic Mike sequel. So let's start off with that this morning. Let's have a listen to Magic Mike's Last Dance. Do you like bartending? It's not really what I do. What is it that you really do? So I'm going to put on a show at this famous theater. People are numb, disconnected. We're going to wake them up with a wave of passion they've never felt before. Hell yeah. (laughs) I mean, these Magic Mike films are super, super, super popular. Francesca, this is going to surprise you. I've never seen them. You might not be the demographic. Look, I'm, I'm, yeah, I really like this series. I like Chairman Tatum. I think this is one of his signature roles. You know, his character is this stripper with a good heart. He's a really wholesome character. He's full of charisma, though, when he hits the stage. And you're right, it was a real surprise hit. Uh, I think it's because they sort of took the sleeves out of stripping. There's no exploitation, but they very much encouraged the audience to admire and gaze upon these hunky guys as they <laughs> whipped their clothes off. And, you know, yeah. there was romance and there was bromance and there was social mobility. So, you know, Steven Soderbergh, who directs the film, um, you know, they, they really hit, they really sort of, you know, nailed it when the first film was out. And this is the third film, and it's called Magic Mike's Last Dance. Yeah. And all I can say is thank goodness, because um, unfortunately with this third one, they've gone off, they've sort of gone off the rails a little bit, and it's a bit of a mess. Right. So it starts off brilliantly. There's a lot, there's um, Max, uh, sorry, Mike is bartending. His furniture business fell over during the pandemic, so he's making some money working as a bartender. He meets this very wealthy um, woman called Max who's throwing a charity event, and he ends up giving her a lap dance, and it's very hot and ridiculous. And we think, you know, we're all sitting in the audience going, yay, here we go, this is fantastic. And then they, she entices him to come to London to put on this show, but they suddenly, they have a very business related relationship and, and the chemistry kind of disappears mm. and everything kind of goes downhill. Oh. They take the stripping out of stripping. It's oh. all about dancing with some gyrating. Um, it's a story of female empowerment, but I found that vague and confusing. Um, and didn't quite get it. Yeah. And the romance between the two of them, I wasn't entirely convinced of. It was really interesting, though, because I left the film and I saw a couple of friends and these, these women said to me, I said, what are you making that? That was a bit of a mess. And mm. it was, you know, not as good as the previous films. And then they both said, 
but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunately, I think they have folk, tried to focus a little bit more here on the narrative, which is not the strong suit <laughs> of the Magic Mike films. Um, and it kind of led to this climax and you're sort of suddenly going, mm, yeah, no, it just didn't quite work this time. But hey, look, thank you for the moment. We'll yeah, the yeah, moment yeah. A little less yeah. story, a little more yeah. abs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, that's Magic Mike's last dance. Let's have a quick <laughs> listen to The Sun. I've tried to be there for you. I've tried to give you strength. What's going on? Are you on drugs? You think you can just live your life doing whatever you feel like? I don't know what's happening to me. Okay, this sounds a little heavier. It is very much so. This is a film by Florian Zeller. He is a playwright and a writer, a theatre and film director, responsible for the film The Father, which starred Anthony Hopkins and Olivia Colman. The, the film that explored dementia, does that ring a bell with you? Oh, yeah. Um, a really beautiful, yeah. compassionate film that did very well in award seasons a few years back. So he is back with a new film, and this one explores adolescent depression and suicide. And I, I would like to say that if you are someone who is dealing with um, someone, a family member who does already have mental health issues, you could probably give this film a myth miss because yeah. you're already dealing with the reality of it and and um this film is quite grim it's quite bleak to be honest it's got a very good cast hugh jackman stars as the father of thomas who is a 17 year old boy who's got um depression and hugh jackman's character is very much trying to deal with the situation differently to the way his father brought him up yeah laura dern plays his ex-wife she suffered very much um uh, when they divorced and he left her for another woman and Vanessa Kirby plays the other woman. It's a really, really good cast here. But it's just very heavy-handed. There's absolutely aspects of this story that will resonate with people when it takes a look at the impact that um, having somebody with mental health illness uh, has on a family um, and also in the difficulties of articulating depression and what it's like to live with it. But I just felt that compared to the father there was a lack of compassion there was a sense of detachment here yeah. as we watched how it has sort of affected everybody and i think when we talk about mental health the one thing at the end of the day you got to hold on to is hope and i didn't feel like there was any hope in this film i no. felt there was a lot of telling us how people were feeling not showing us mm. how they were feeling okay. and even though this is a very important conversation to have um you know i just i just felt this film missed the mark a little bit and right. And, you know, yeah. in, in, yeah. in, in the way it's going to appeal to people. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. Okay. That sounds interesting. But um, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe just not quite right. They didn't quite nail it. That's The Sun. Francesca's first film was Magic Mike's Last Dance. So you can't say we're not giving you <laughs> a variety of options at the very least.